Welcome to Supply Chain Radio. This is Greg Kiefer. Today in the studio with me is Ron Park. Ron, welcome to the show. Thanks, Greg. So, Ron, in your day job, you're one of those people that spends a lot of time working with big global 3PLs, uh, the big logistics providers that are tasked with helping run some of the world's biggest supply chains. Could you talk a little bit about the role in these companies and just how important they are if a shipper is looking to really digitally transform their supply chain? Yeah, well, if you think about the global supply chain, you've got shippers, obviously, they're ordering the goods, they're making the goods, and then you've got the carriers that are moving the goods, but there's that coordination piece in between, and it's not easy. If you're just shipping from you know point A to point B in country, not too difficult. You can kind of arrange that between two transportation departments, but when you go globally, there's all types of stuff that becomes involved. So that's where the 3PL really becomes a critical component in global supply chains. Right. And and if you were to look at a large shipper, you know, say a big multinational, they're probably not working with one 3PL. They're probably working with multiple 3PLs, right? Multiple 3PLs. You know, uh, 3PLs have different regional expertise, different strengths. So depending on what that supply chain is required to do going into a country and out of a country, they, you know, a given 3PL is going to have given strengths or weaknesses. And that's how the shippers end up deciding who to use. Right, right. Now, if you look at these, the, the role of these players and how vital they are to be active participants in a global supply chain and a digital transformation initiative, how does a shipper get these guys to play along and support a project? Because, of course, the big 3PLs have multiple shipper customers they're dealing with. How do they handle that? How, how do you see that going? Yeah, well, a you know a, a shipper obviously wants to a large shipper wants to see all of their information in one place. They can't be going to three or four or five different websites or four or five or six different carrier websites to get data. So all that data has got to kind of become centralized. It's got to be somewhere where they can run their supply chain from one place. So doing that in three different systems, four different systems, in addition to maybe whatever their own independent internal TM system is, just won't work. So that's where they can really make a strong appeal. Makes and it's, and it's being pretty, I mean, it's globally accepted, I think, these days that that's going to be happening. So they make it based on business value, make that appeal to the 3PL, say, hey, really, you need to bring your information into this site. And, you know, a lot of the top 3PLs in the world have seen the obvious benefits. Right, right. Now, when you look at a 3PL, I mean... 10, 20 years ago, when all this new technology came on the scene, everybody said, oh, that's going to commoditize companies like this out of existence, right? Which is, is absolutely did not happen. But at the same time, it's probably also true that it's very important for these big 3PLs to bring technology as part of their added value package, if you will, when they go to market. Right, right. Yeah, the 3PLs have definitely adapted. I mean, you still have you know, the forwarding business, which is just like a reservation system, travel agent type system, you know, very basic, let me make an arrangement for you to get onto this vessel. That still exists, but that market is definitely being commoditized. There's a lot of studies out there that says that's getting commoditized. And the 3PLs have systems to, to manage that basic service. But when it comes to a higher level of service offering where customers are really asking for and demanding that level, higher level of service around you know, are my suppliers shipping on time? Let me get down to the SKU level or product level so I know exactly where that product is so I can manage the end customer demand more accurately. The 3PLs recognize that need, but they didn't have systems to do that. Technology is is really kind of the, the one of the, the key pillars that are required to be able to offer that service off to the shipper space. Sure. And, and when you say the technology, I mean, you're talking about 
visibility, maybe order management, collaboration, that kind of stuff? Is that some of the areas that you see from a business technology zone perspective? Yes, good question. Right. Certainly from a, a shipper's viewpoint, they want to have visibility. They want to know what's going on in the supply chain. You know, the classic answer of where's my stuff? As I mentioned earlier, that question is often being asked down to the product level. Where's my blue shirt? Where's my piece of machinery? So that's one question, and that's kind of visibility. But it's just not the movement of the goods that they're interested in. Shippers have really upped their game in the last years, last five, 10 years, where they're saying, hey, it's not sufficient just to see when my product's moving. I want to make sure that it's being handled correctly at origin or it's being handled correctly at destination. And I need to see insights into those business processes that are happening at origin or at destination, which gets beyond just the movement of the goods, but also the business processes that are happening on both sides. And so getting that level of visibility starts to extend beyond what normally people would call visibility. You have to get into process control, right? Right. And so, you know, that's what we're seeing a lot of, of allowing shippers, and you mentioned the word collaboration earlier, allowing shippers to come into an origin process, maybe with a supplier. So let's say that the shipper is responsible for importing goods into Europe or, or the United States. They want to see at origin where those goods are being produced. They want to be part of that business process. They want to be in that communication channel with the supplier and the 3PL to make sure stuff's getting out the door on time and then in transit. Would you say that certain types of supply chains are probably more common for what you're describing? Like you refer to overseas suppliers, mm-hmm. that would be more of an import supply chain, say, into the United States or North or Western Europe, or is it vertical agnostic? How do you see that playing out? I think what we've seen like over the last 15 years or so is... I think retail and fashion were some of the first adopters of this technology. They had smaller teams in the countries that they were importing from, and they they recognized kind of that need for the 3PLs to get involved. But as we've gone out and talked to shippers over the years, manufacturers have exactly the same needs. They may be building something in a developed country, but they still need that level of visibility, that level of control, not only when things are in movement, but also the, those collaborative processes at, at, at origin when they're manufacturing and it's coming out of their factory, well, somebody's got to pick it up and get it to the port on time and you need that coordination. And then same thing when it gets to destination. Okay, it's going to some end customer. Okay, well, how's that going to happen? The, the shipper who manufactured it, they're not at that foreign country. So that's where the 3PL is really critical in that process. And then we've seen those, you know, that being having to be supported through visibility, you know, because you can't have, you know, a large manufacturer can't be in another country and all countries they're shipping to. So they need somebody that does have that kind of density of people to, to help them out. Right. And I guess maybe put your forward looking goggles on for a second here and you kind of look ahead, say, the next 10 years. Where do you see it going? Do you see anything that you think is how this market may evolve further? Or do you feel like it's kind of getting to where it needs to be? Because clearly, companies, shippers are going to continue to digitize, right, their supply chains. And we've already made the case that these guys aren't going away. These 3PLs are here to stay. Do you see their role evolving or changing in the future? Yeah, I think their role is evolving. They're They're going to be continue to offer higher value services as they move forward. And that's going to have a high reliance on technology. So I just came back from a conference that there was a lot of discussion about ocean trade in general, but then uh, strong, I mean, 
almost every presentation at this conference was talking about the critical role that technology plays. And everybody's concerned about all the buzzwords that are out there. But I think the one that really kind of sticks in mind to me and what really appeals to kind of our shippers and our community of, of users is around predictive analytics and what it takes to do that. So please tell me how likely it is that this particular product's going to arrive on time, in full, on the date that I requested it. And that has to be supported by, like I said, all the buzzwords. You got predictive analytics, you've got machine learning, you've got big data. All those are going to be critical. Right. And that's where we're going. And again, as companies outsource to these big 3PL companies, they're a big player in helping realize that vision. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the shippers can't do it themselves. They've purposefully set up their organizations to focus on what they're good at. They're really good at making the product that they need or sourcing the product that they need. And then they're really good at marketing and selling and distributing that wherever that needs to go. But there's still that that movement of goods piece that the 3PLs are going to need to provide that. The, none of the shippers are saying, hey, I want to take that over myself. The scale just doesn't make any sense. Right. Uh, to be able to do it multi-country, multiple modes, multiple regions, all that stuff. Right. Too right. complex. Yeah, you need sure. a 3PL. Yeah. And all the assets that they have to own and operate, all Actually, planes and Oh, trucks yeah. and All the coordination yeah. and people yeah. they know and documents that need to be yeah. filed. It's mind-blowing. In fact, the, the conferences that I referred to earlier, I mean, I, I mean, I've been doing this for 15, 20 years now, and there were business processes being discussed at the port that I had no idea right. went on. And I was like, wow, that's just another layer of complexity that I wasn't even aware of. You mean they didn't say that blockchain is going to solve all this? I, I'm surprised. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of confusion out there about blockchain. <laughs> Everybody wants to know what's it going to do, and uh, I think people are still searching for yeah. that. Well, it's interesting, you know, you read about blockchain, and oftentimes, I mean, one of the value propositions of blockchain is to remove intermediaries, and that's when they go to supply chain, they say, well, take out the middlemen. But, you know, based on what we just talked about, blockchain isn't going to, you know, be able to handle all of that heavy lifting that has to go on all over the world, Right. There's a, certainly a technology dimension of blockchain, but in this kind of thing where you're dealing with all of this immense handling mm -hmm. of all of this product being made all over the world, I just don't see how that's going away anytime soon. Yeah, uh, you, know, you know, our view or our, I guess our evolving view on blockchain is that, you know, it's not going to be used everywhere, but it's going to be very handy in specific business processes. Yep. And so if there's a collaborative business process where you got a shipper and a 3PL or maybe a shipper, a 3PL and a carrier involved, We'll plug blockchain in there where it makes sense. And the 3PL can be involved in that, but that's definitely not a disintermediation of the 3PL. Right. It's not even close to that. That's right. They shouldn't be too worried. So. No, not at all. Well, okay, cool. Thank you, Ron. This has been really insightful. We appreciate your coming on the show. Yeah, thanks. Love to come back. Okay, well, we'll have you again, I promise. All right. All right, this is Greg Kiefer, Supply Chain Radio, and we are signing off. Mm -hmm.